I feel like people really underestimate how like strong Optimus Prime is. I was watching Dark of the Moon yesterday, uh, and in the final battle, it was like Optimus versus Megatron versus Sentinel Prime, and he like decapitated Megatron with one arm, and like like with his with his whatever it was, it was just like his axe or whatever. I don't even know. It was so cool. I was like, wow, like people really look over this. He's, he's like, that's brutal. Anyways, uh, welcome back to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Palmer. And man, today we've got an interesting subject. Uh, I've thought over this plenty of times already this week. In fact, this was going to be last week's episode um, uh, topic, but never got, really got around to it. Anyways, um, I just want to say thank you to everybody who listened to last week's episode or the last episode. I'm having voice cracks right now. Um, sorry about that. But just want to say thank you to everybody who tuned into last week's episode. It was really nice and it was good to kind of yell a little bit and get, get my frustration out about certain stuff. But this episode is going to be a little bit more personal and in-depth with um, the whole... Oh man, the whole terms of relationships and stuff. I want to talk about a story, not really a story story, but just something that happened to me uh, <laughs> like not so long ago. Um, I'm I'm going to try my best to keep this as civil as possible as I'm talking about her. But um, oh man, today today's subject, obviously, if you haven't guessed it, it's going to be... Uh, the subject of friends with benefits and uh, my personal experience around that so-called terrible tango and uh, yeah just gonna go in depth about that I've had to do some heavy research about it because I was almost wrapped into that this uh, this or last month sorry and uh, obviously it's a really interesting topic to talk about but <clears throat> so here we go anyways um, I Again, as I said, I'm going to try to keep this as civil as possible, but I was talking to a girl, we'll give her the name Maddie, and I was talking to this girl, everything was going really, really sweet, it was fine, I even hung out with her a couple times, and uh, it was really fun, and me and her were, we clicked, it was awesome, catching a vibe, um, it was really cool just to meet somebody who was into me, and me being, you know, into them, um, I haven't been in a relationship for a long time this year, and it was just nice to finally see somebody who would like to pursue something healthy for once. Um, and me and her hung out a few times. It was nice. And uh, the last time we hung out, I remember she said that she had to go home because she was getting really tired. I said, all right, yeah, it's, you know, it's around 8, 9 o'clock. you got to be up very early. Um, so it's all good. It was good hanging out with you. We went and got food. We even filmed a podcast episode, but the recording buffed and it failed. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, when she went home, it wasn't even like an hour later that I got a text from her saying, um, oh God, it was just this long, long paragraph of, Hey, like, I really appreciate you being so nice. And like, I genuinely, you know, I've, I, I, I've had feelings for you for a while. And I was thinking that she was going to like ask me out or like get to that point. She was just like, hey, I've like genuinely had feelings for you for a while, um, and it's been really nice talking to you, but, and then this is where it goes downhill, any guy would notice this, but I really want to be friends. So when I read to that point, I was like, okay, that's fine, I can probably be friends with her and just keep it at that, maybe you'll 
come back to something you know bigger but as i kept on reading let me tell you something it took a different turn okay so i kept on reading this monstrous dictionary of a paragraph and she said i would really like to date you and i might even like sleep with you i might date with you and stuff but i just want to keep it as friends and i want to like i want to i still want to like search for another guy to hopefully date but i would like to date you too i'd like to date you until i get to that point so i'm thinking to myself wow like two episodes ago i was just talking about this on the podcast the girl that i was dating kaylee who told me that she wanted to just stay friends and wanted to date other people because I wasn't enough. I was like, ah, shit, that sucks. This is like deja vu, but twice as hard. Um, And not only that, but she knows exactly who I'm talking about too. So I was reading on this and she says, I really just wanna like, I wanna date you, but only as friends. Like we can cuddle, we can go out on dates, you can take me out to dinner, Um, maybe even sleep with each other, that's fine, whatever, whatever happens. But I just wanna stay it as friends, keep it strictly as that. I said, what the hell? Like, I'm reading this, I'm laughing now because it's so ridiculous, but I was reading this, I was like, oh my gosh, no, bro. So here's here's the reason why I thought that, okay? And I don't mean to expose her too much, because chances are she won't ever listen to this. She doesn't give a flying rat's fuck about me, and that's perfectly okay, we've cut ties. But um, the the thing that really catch, catches me off guard as to why she said that is because she was saying prior like the the weeks following up she she literally had a tiktok made that said record yourself when you're single and then record yourself when you finally found him and him meaning when you finally found a you know a boyfriend or somebody to spend the holidays with blah 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 all that stuff and she and like like so many times would say to me i want you to finish this tiktok with me i want it to be you i want you to be this person and she would go in depth about how she wanted to date me, how much that she wanted to come and see me. She wanted to hang out every week. She wanted to hang out as much as possible. She loved me and she genuinely wanted me. And at the end of the day, we we had many discussions about that. And to see it go from, man, dude, I really want you to be my boyfriend and I really want to grow up with you to, hey, I just want to date, but like, let's just stay friends because, you know, you're kind of just not good enough type thing. It was such a slap in the face. It was really a, it wasn't a slap. It was a straight up kick to the teeth, um, knocked the teeth right into my windpipe because it was so insulting and so like, wow, you, you kind of just like played me in a way like that, that hurts. You know, I, I gave you my time. I took you out to dinner. I mean, whatever the hell. And then you sit here and do this. Sheesh, man. I'm not going to be friends with somebody who does that to me. You lead me on. That's good for you. know, Good for you. Bad for me. I get that. But if you're trying to lead into friends with benefits, man, I don't, I, don't, I don't play with that. So I said to her, I said, I understand where you're coming from. And I actually said, I, I, I sympathize with you and I'm sorry that it didn't work out. And instead of just talking to her further, I actually ended up blocking her because I was so insulted about the fact that she wanted to falsify every literally every romantic thing she said to me and how in-depth she would get about it and then proceed to say this horse shit of okay well i just want to date and be friends and it took me a little bit until it caught on to oh my gosh she's wanting to be friends with benefits i mean she could have told me this just an hour earlier when we were hanging out but instead she's got to you know wimp out and say it over the over text 
I mean, good lord. If she told me in person, I'd be like, okay, but like, what was what was all this? Like, what do you mean? You just said to me like the the, the same night that you really want to date me, you know? And maybe you meant f- as friends, and I just didn't catch on. But I mean, showing me a TikTok saying I want you to be, I want you to film this with me, as in being your boyfriend, and then in the same breath saying, but I also just want to be as friends for now. I mean, friends or boyfriend pick one i'm not gonna pick for you and if you want me to i'm picking boyfriend um but then you'll have a problem with that because you want to be friends so what the hell's the difference Uh, what do you want i mean you know so this this really this week in particular it's friday that i'm filming this right now but this week in particular i've thought about this all week i was like okay i'm over her i have no no regret blocking her i'm perfectly fine being without her but what about if this happens to me again? Because this has happened like twice and one of them with a girl who I was madly in love with. How can I avoid this crap? Um, so I've, I've actually done some heavy research about friends with benefits and how, let me just tell you something, how this shit doesn't work and how it does work. Because it can work. It just doesn't work for me. Um, I, I have a, a list of things right here and I'm just going to list out a few of the primary topics of this I'm going to be talking about. Obviously, friends with benefits, it's horrible for long term. It really is. It's, it's, it's bad. Um, and this kind of, the, the subjects after that follow up with why it's horrible for long term. It's uh, introducing sex, nudity, and or physical affection immediately and always changes the relationship, friendship, uh, status, whatever you want to say. You bring in sex to any friendship changes like that. I don't care who you think you are. You know, it's happened to me before. Um, And, you know, no matter how long it will take, over time, one person or the other will end up catching some type of romantic feelings over the other. Um, And this obviously happens with a lot of people who try to do friends with benefits and think that they they got it all written down. One person, I think about it, you, you have somebody who you are friends with, not a stranger who you're just meeting off Tinder, you're friends with, Okay, you know this person, you you thoroughly know them, and then you implement sex, so you already appreciate this person, you already understand them, you already like them, you already whatever, 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 okay, and then you implement sex or whatever the heck, when it, I'm basing it around like a sexual intention, you base it around sex, next thing you know, she, she or you or he or you is ending up developing feelings and it just leads down a rabbit hole of, damn, I really wish I could date this person. I'm, I've been such good friends with them for so long. I know a lot about them. They know a lot about me. You know, it's all good, but they just want to be friends that use me for whatever. That's when it comes to sex. Now, obviously, friends with benefits doesn't always lead to sex. A mass majority of, of the category in friends with benefits, FWB, it always ends up in the sex, but sometimes it doesn't. And if you happen to be in a friends with benefits right now and you're you're strictly keeping it outside of sex, damn, homie, I, I appraise you because I don't know if I would be able to stay away from that. But anyways, um, friends with benefits, let's keep going down the list. Friends with benefits puts extreme limits on certain things that you can do with the other person that would drive towards leading you or them on. Now, we, I think a majority of adults that are listening to this right now knows what the term being led on is. A lot of people these days do it, and they've done it. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, the amount of times that I've been led on is so, for me, it's stupid. 
I, I, I'm, I'm gullible enough to be led on. This mad, I, this mad girl, you know, she led me on and I didn't fucking realize it. I really didn't realize it. Um, and that's on me. That's not her fault. Even if that was her intentions, that's still on me. I should have recognized it. But, uh, honestly, man, it's, 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 it sucks because when you're in a friends with benefits type thing and you get let on through your emotions, if you end up catching feelings and the other person is just like, yeah, you know, Elizabeth is cool, but, uh, I, I'm going to, uh, I, I'm just with her to, you know, be friends and hang out and stuff just to look cool. And, uh, you know, we, we go make out every now and that now and again, we'll watch a movie at home and fuck for a little bit. That's fine. But we're just overall friends. And then Elizabeth is sitting in a corner on her phone texting her best friend, like, God, I just really want to date him like I have feelings for him and I've tried talking to Tyler about this but he's just not conceding to my fucking feelings man Ugh. no really though like he's just it's just it's a shit show let's just cut the crap it's a shit show for both people maybe not but for one person or the other as I stated no matter how long it will take over time one person or the other will end up catching some type of romantic feelings if it's not romantic it's got to be something else okay but usually it is romantic let's just be honest okay um let's let's talk about modern and long-term friends with benefits okay modern day benefits uh, is usually short term uh for any older people listening to this right now um and when I say older, I mean like people 40, 40 and above compared to people my age. Um, a lot of modern day short term friends with benefits include sending nudes, hookup culture, and sexual desires with friends that turns into loss of desires after. Now, what do I mean by that last one? So let me put let me put this into perspective to help you out. Okay, uh, when you let let's say that I get on Tinder, okay, because Tinder is is the the king and prom queen of hookup culture. I get on Tinder. I start talking to a girl. Okay. She's super cool. Very beautiful. And, and I'm like, okay, you know, this girl's pretty cute. And then me and her meet up and we have a one night stand or just a hookup, whatever. Okay. Strictly friends with benefits or just benefits without the friends. It's just strangers with benefits. Right. My desires for this girl can deplete quickly when I have sex with her. And it's like, okay, well, and, and, you know, this goes both ways, but let me explain this one first. I end up having sex with this girl. And then a majority of the feelings I had that I wanted to build up for her just deplete. That is what is called being a fuck boy. Okay. And honestly, that would just describe me only being in her for sex. But if we were friends, you know, after that, I'm done. And, and only that, but she might she might have just thought of me the same way um, and then go on to the next guy. And then the next guy treats her like that and she treats him like that. And then the next guy. And then the guy that she just did that with goes to the next girl. And then the girl goes to the next guy. It's, it's, a, it's like a complicated domino effect of fuckery. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> dude. Anyways, uh, hookup culture is, the, is obviously, this isn't anything new. This has been around for so, so long. I mean, you go ask Joseph Smith and he'll tell you himself about hookup culture, for crying out loud, all right? Hookup culture is big on Tinder, okay? Tinder, I'll go on Tinder and I'll swipe wipe, swipe wipe? I think I do that on the toilet, not on Tinder. Um, I'll swipe right on like 30 girls, get 10 matches, 
text 10 girls. Okay, one girl I end up finding, uh, I, this is just hypothetical, but I don't actually do this anymore. Uh, I end up finding one girl. Hey, how's it going? We get a conversation going. One thing turns to another. And then we meet up one night, boom, have a hookup. She goes home, I go home, whatever. And that's just it. Cut ties right there. Okay. Now I'm asking you, the viewer, I don't care what your age is, unless you're under 18, then you ignore what I'm about to talk about. But have you participated in hookup culture? College students specifically, like myself, have you participated in hookup culture? No, Matthew, I haven't participated. Shut the fuck up, Tyler. You have. Okay? Listen, hookup culture is such a big thing, okay, with nowadays generation. I, t I, t I tell you something. 2021 was my year of hookup culture. I'm not proud of it, and, and I've, gr I've really grown out of it now. It's December, and I feel like I've ended the year off sober of you know, just inviting a new girl over every couple of nights and, and having sex with them and being done with that. Now I'm looking for something healthy. I'm looking for something real, not looking for a cheap hookup. In fact, if I could just go off the boundaries a little bit off the line and just say that I made a promise to this same girl who, who fucked me over for friends with benefits. I said to her, I said, look, I'm not going to have sex with you the first or second date. All right. Like, I'm not going to do that. I, I'm going to have sex with you when both of us are in a committed, healthy, and established relationships to, to where I know when I do have sex with you, you're not just going to turn your back around, throw two knives in my back, and just leave me for the next guy. Matthew, I'm sorry it didn't work out. No, it, it, it didn't work out because you got what you wanted, okay? You, you've seen everything you need to see, but you haven't seen it all type situation, right? Anyways, let's get back on track. So... Um, that's obviously the modern day short term. I call it short term friends with benefits is sending nudes, hookup culture, it's, oops, hookup culture, which plays in the Tinder and uh, sexual desires with friends that turn into loss, uh, loss of desires after you don't, you don't want to experience anymore. Now, obviously let's go to the second portion of that. You might end up catching feelings. A lot of people I've talked to that I've hooked up with have told me that they've wanted to, you know, take it serious after I've hooked up with them the first time. Um, I won't say her name. We'll just give her the name freaking Caitlin. I, I don't know why I made that up, but Caitlin, I, I hooked up with a girl hypothetically called Caitlin, right? I met up with Caitlin and uh, we had a we had a, a hookup. This was earlier this year, actually. It was mid this year. I think it was around like May or June. And I remember... I think it was the day after we did, she texted me and she said, hey, listen, I know it's really soon and we just met like a week ago, but like, I really like you and I really like got attached last night and I'm sorry that I'm taking it too soon. She went in depth about this shit and I just said, that's cool. Like I'll, you know, we can, we can see if this works and stuff. I, I just don't really, I thought it was just a hookup to you and that's just how it was to me. But yeah, I'm, I'm okay trying this. Sometimes it goes the other direction. It goes into good stuff like love and, and, and genuinity and stuff. But that also plays into, am I into this person? Am I falling in love with them only because of the sexual lust that they give me? Or is it, I genuinely like this person. They're attractive. Their personality makes me so happy. You, you get the point. Um, let's, let's speed up a little bit. Let's go, let's go to the next topic. So long-term friends with benefits. Okay. There is one thing that I've noticed in the past with my friends who have partaken friends with benefits, and that is being friends with someone uh, with benefits can mean as much as being in a technical relationship without knowing it. Let's 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 
outline friends with benefits, okay? Your friends with benefits. Now, those benefits can be as small as hanging out and cuddling, right, with your friend, all the way to you're meeting up with this person every single night and you're clapping some cheeks, okay? It's It, it could go one of two ways. I think that the, the hidden, the secret, the shadow part of that friends with benefits relationship type thing is you're actively having a relationship with that person. The, the, I think that the dictionary definition of, of a friends with benefits, go ahead and look it up if you want to, but what I was reading uh, earlier when I was Googling this stuff uh, is you're not committed to this person, right? You're solely not committed to this person. Sometimes you do end up committing to this person. Damn, well, I'm currently talking to this person, but we're just strictly friends right now, but I'm committing to this person. And then they say the same thing about you, but you don't even realize it. You look at it as friends with be This is like the devil's tango. You look at it as friends with benefits, right? When in all reality, you are building a love-based relationship. You are building something that is is lovely. You're building something that is true to you. And you don't even fucking realize it because you're too hidden behind your dropbox of a hat or a head saying, this is friends with benefits. Even though I take this person out to dates, even though I, I've kissed this person, I've expressed my interest in this, in this person. I love this person. I've physically told this person I've loved this person. How am I so stupid to not realize that I'm kind of technically being in a relationship and without one of us asking the other out type thing, right? Not making it official. Booyah, right there. I should have said that at the start. Not making it official. Um, and let me backtrack just for one second and say no matter the time, someone can and will eventually develop some type of feelings. Now, there's probably going to be a, a small percentage of people listening to this and they're going to say, that's not true. They could go on for years. My uncle dated my cousin and they went on for years. I wonder why. Ancestry.com is, is a hell of a website, man. I'll tell you something. No, but really, though, I mean, it can go on for years, <laughs> family or not. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, let's just cut the shit. Okay, they usually last for months not years they they'll last for maybe maybe weeks maybe months if 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 days um friends with benefits has to be so i just don't see the use of it if you're into this person because you want to have sex with them just have a hookup and then you know maybe just have that have a fuck buddy which falls under friends with benefits do you i don't care but with me personally i just don't do that i, I want to if i'm into someone sexually there's got to be some love and got to be some emotion behind it. I don't just think I just I don't just look at somebody and lust all over them just because they have a nice body. No. I don't. As other guys might, you know, other girls might too, but I just don't do that. That's just not my personal experience. But uh personal experiences get is uh Oh my gosh, I just screwed that point up. Personal experience as to getting let on um, from others going for friends with benefits on my notes it says girls but I just realized that I'm talking about both guys and girls so I'm just gonna speak in a guy's perspective so I don't get any any people social justice warriors commenting oh well you're being misogynistic you're just talking about this or that no let me just say it in a guy's perspective okay um, I as I said at the start of this podcast um, man I, I've been let on by friends with benefits for so fucking long. Uh, 
like the last date I just had with this Maddie girl led into friend, friends with benefits. I'm not doing that. And and let me just repeat that to make it validly fucking clear. I am not doing that. Okay. If you are a guy listening to this and you're just saying to yourself, because I talk to guys who tell me this shit all the time saying, man, dude, I really just want to fall in love with a girl and, and it just feels like all the other, all the other people around me are just going for hookup culture. I can't find a single date, but when I do, it just leads into, into exactly that hookup culture, excuse me, hookup culture, man. I just can't, I just can't find anybody. That's that's in a whole different argument towards finding a, a your person, finding your person, but, um, yeah, I just think that I think I think that this whole given personal experience getting led on and stuff. When you get led on into friends with benefits, like I just did, it fucking hits you, man. Because it's like while you've been sitting, it's like why are you wasted my time while you've been or while. Like for you, if you're listening to this and you've gone through this, while you've been sitting, you know, falling in love with Mr. Michael over here, Michael himself is is saying to to himself, like, man, dude, this 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 Britney chick, she got a she got a round ass, and I want to get in that. Like, dude, no no equality. That's why relationships are so stupidly difficult to to get to nowadays, especially in my generation. Okay. Because everybody's so focused around lust and sexual intentions and desires that it clouds their judgment towards actual, real feelings and real love. That is the difference between my dumbass generation and Mr. Michael, who happens to be 45 and married with a ton of kids and happy family, who he met his wife at the disco in 1989. Alright? That's it. But... Our generation has taken such a shit turn towards. And I'll call them out because I've done this too. I'm not. I'm not. I'm no. Sh- I'm no stranger. I, I'm familiar with all this crap. You know, it, it sucks. That's how heartbreak is getting such a big fucking thing, man. Um, anyways, let's get let's get going on to uh, more of the stuff. So, uh, explain. Let's see. Let me get on my notes real quick. Sorry. <clears throat> Given the other person more commitment to the benefits then the other can cause division and obviously falseness. I mean, if you're, if you're in a friends with benefits with somebody and you know, you're giving that person more attention, you're giving them more love, you're giving them, I mean, maybe not love, but more attention, more, uh, of something that they're not giving you more of, right? Think about it like this. You're in a relationship with somebody, right? And you require, you're, let me just talk about it from my point of view. If I get into a relationship with a girl named Brittany, okay, me and Brittany are dating. I love her. She loves me, okay? And I give Brittany more attention than, you know, required. And she loves that. But I require more attention than, you know, most guys. I love attention. I absolutely love attention. I love over clingy girls. That's the best type of shit, okay? But Brittany barely, I mean, we go out on dates. She's constantly on her phone. She won't even talk to me when we hang out. You know, she's talking to another guy, just saying, hey, how's it going? Just being friends, even if it's just friends. I mean, going through this shit, never getting attention or at least enough, and I have to ask for that attention. I mean, talk about a biblical healthy relationship. That's far from it if, if a person is having to ask a girl or a guy for that. 
having to ask your significant other. That's what I should have said. Sorry. But in friends with benefits, giving the other person more commitment to the benefits. Hey, would you like me to come over tonight? You know, oh, I feel like you never like want to hang out anymore. I feel like you never want to go on dates. I know we're just being friends, but you never want to, you know, you never want to do this or that. And then you look in the mirror and you set your eyes widen and you go, holy shit, am I developing feelings for this person? I got to get out of this, right? Sucks. That's where the falseness comes in. You're, you're playing your own mind and you don't even know it. You're catching feelings for this son of a bitch. So while he's sitting here, just taking this as casual friends, you're sitting here catching feelings and you don't even know it. And it, ta- it takes it so down far, that dumb path, that when you do realize it, it slaps you across the fucking mouth. And you have no reason, or not no reason, but no realization until that point that you have been catching feelings and you didn't even realize it. Overcommitting in a relationship is unhealthy when the other person is not committing to. But in friends with benefits, you shouldn't even be committing. I thought that the whole base around friends with benefits is not committing. When you start committing and the other person doesn't, like, like in the sense of, you know, you want to be around this person more to the point where it's past a friend's level. Don't get me wrong. I want to go hang out with my friend Manuel. I want to go and game with him. But if I want to go and if I want to go and quote hang out with Alexa down the street, who happens to be a good friend to me, and I say, you know, me and her in a friends with benefits, and I start saying, man, I really want to like, I really want to go and cuddle. I really want to go and you know take her out on a date again. I really want to go do this and that. When you're trying to overcommit, or at least to an extent, commit. And you develop feelings and you don't even know, man, you better you better check yourself. Cause when you get checked by something else, such as the realization that you're catching feelings, fuck man, it takes you down a bad path. You don't gotta tell me twice. This girl had to wait an hour after she left my house just to tell me. And I I, I sat there reading this text as, as the the phone screen, word for word, was slapping me across the face. Matthew, you're an idiot. You let this girl lead you on, slap. Look at her. She says she just wants to date you as friends. I, I, fuck a slap. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick you in the face, dude. Dumbass. <laughs> you know, it's like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, overcommitment and uh, all that causes division in, in the friends with benefits. It causes falseness. That's just the point right there. But uh, yeah, honestly, I, w- I want to get your opinions about like whether you whether you believe in this stuff or not. What you uh, think about friends with benefits? Obviously, friends with benefits is a very interesting topic. A lot of people don't agree to it. If I had a poll right now saying, "Hey, do you think that friends with benefits is a good idea? Do you, would you agree with it?" A lot of people would be saying no, including myself, definitely myself. And uh, I just want to know in the comment section if you're if you happen to listen to this on Anchor, or I just want to know if you. Uh, uh, think that friends with benefits is something that you like to pursue with your friends? Do you like having multiple friends with benefits at the same time? Do you just like having it with one person? And I know that a lot of people have done friends with benefits in hopes and efforts to lead into a relationship. Do you think that that is healthy? Do you think that is something that should be done to build towards a relationship? Personally with me, the only way to a relationship in my life, really, only in my life, is through God faith and and hope right i run by this rule okay i hang out with a cute girl she's really cute and we're just friends all right 
I am not pursuing her, but I have in the back of my head hopes that it will work out. Hopes that this girl would like to go on a date with me again, and then eventually again, and then eventually again, and hopefully maybe we develop something. And then it, obviously in a relationship, you're working towards something unless you're just dating temporarily. That's another thing I need to talk about. To anybody listening to this who does this, why the fuck do you date somebody other than like other than to marry like are you just dating this person just to fuck around i mean i get look i get dating to find what you like i mean the girl that i talked about two podcasts ago kaylee Ann, like she literally told me she said i just feel like i should be dating other people but i'm stuck with you and i questioned her i was like well that's just insult why oh because i just don't know what i want okay then leave my house i should have said that to her at the time should have kicked her ass out but i didn't I was gullible and I was 16 or not 16. I was like 18, um, 17, I think actually, but yeah, no, it was really fucked up. And, uh, I've just thought to myself a lot about, about this stuff. And I don't think that friends with benefits would really, really work, but dating in a relationship, comment down, comment wherever you see this, or even just send it to me if you're, if you have my Snapchat or whatever, like, or my Instagram, just say, like, why do you date? You know, do you date to marry? Do you date just to see if it'll work out? Voice crack. Do you date just to see if it'll work out? Do you date to see what you're compatible with and what you aren't? I mean, talk to me. Why do you date? Seriously, why do you date? I'll tell you why I date. I date to marry. I date to try to find somebody that happens to be my somebody, my one. You know, I I have a thing. I don't want to turn this into a sob story, but obviously explaining in the first episode, I talked about how lonely I grew up and how genuinely excruciatingly alone I've I've been throughout my 19 years, turning 20 next month, actually, it's coming up. And, um, you know, how, how I've lived almost 20 entire years alone and one thing that I've realized is that when I do find the one, quote, the one, I have to make sure that that person gets not 100%, but a 1,000% of my genuine love and my genuine attention and trust because I would not pass up somebody who is as perfect as they are going to be. I haven't met anybody yet. In fact, I'm single, but... I have obviously I have obviously uh, thought about this a ton, and that leads that that kind of leads into friends with benefits in a way. I mean, you know, I'm, I don't do friends with benefits. I don't I don't go into that stuff. And if I was to go into that stuff, I'd probably be going into it for something as simple as Tinder hookup culture. But um, yeah. I just think that relationships should be based around healthy stuff. And, you know, I'm talking about it from a Christian's per, a Christian perspective, right? I mean, a lot of people look at, especially guys. Let me, t- let me take it in the mind of a guy, okay? A lot of guys will look at girls who say, sorry, but I'm waiting until marriage. And they'll say, you're waiting till marriage? That's, that's kind of a long time, don't you think? I mean, marriage? Sheesh. Yeah, marriage motherfucker because when you get married think about it like this this is is my mentality imagine falling in love with somebody right and then it takes you like like three to five years before you get married i know it's a little bit of a time but three to five years until you do get married 
think about three to five years building up sexual sexual tension and building up genuine, actual, down-to-earth love for that person. And then when you finally do have that sexual experience with them, it is like the first step into God's love. It's so nice, right? I think I read somewhere too, like that said, sex is like the smallest percentage of what you'll feel in the presence of God. And then we look at sex and we idolize it. We're like, man, it's like the best thing in the freaking world. That's the best thing a human being can comprehend. And then to sit here and hear, okay, well, that's like the smallest percentage of, that's why God gave it to us because it's the smallest percent, smallest percentage of what you'll feel. I mean, that's got to say a lot, but you know, sex is, you know, it, it is what it is, but imagine falling in love with somebody so much that you wouldn't, you, you would literally die for this person without hesitation, without any second thought, without any remorse. And then after a certain amount of time of waiting and building that genuine love and genuine and actual sexual tension, you finally get to use that and it develops crazy good emotions. It develops crazy good emotions. It develops crazy good trust, love, affection, attention, etc. Trust and all. Anyways, let's move on. Um, yeah, I just think that, I just think that's an interesting topic, but uh, I think the last portion of this podcast is... Uh, just gonna be me rambling a little bit um and then i'll get back to everything things at home have been very difficult um things at home have been really like it's just been rough i'm not gonna get i keep having these voice cracks i'm not gonna get too far into it but uh, mom if you happen to be listening to this right now i'm not I've taken I've taken the liberty to not talk about in depth the stuff that's been going on um, because I want to keep everything that's going on in my family concealed because a lot of my family members are just too strict and too pissed off at me for no reason it's annoying but um, I just want to say thank you to a lot of the people who and I don't want to I don't want this to turn into a pandering episode of oh thank you for everything you've done for me you know you're giving me so much money no i mean thank you in the sense of for giving me a freaking reason and an outlet to get on this damn podcast and talk um because as i stated in the first episode and earlier this podcast episode I, i i i'm extremely alone and I don't mean this in like a simple way. I mean it in like a, an actual way. And when I get, when I turn this microphone on and I sit down in my studio and I talk, I'm alone and I realize it. And I talk as if I'm talking to a hundred or even a thousand people. And things at home after this whole Maddie friends with benefits shit collateral damage to my emotions has have been undeniably extreme and undeniably hard like harder than usual type thing and it's making me mature a lot without realizing it so even in a sense i am having stuff happen to me that i don't realize right away but i i just want to say thank you to the people who sit down for 30 minutes to an hour 
and listen to me bitch and complain and talk and, and smile about one subject or three in one episode. And I just want to give anybody who, and I don't want to turn this into a sob story or cliche, but if anybody really is going through a harder time than usual right now, I just want you to understand that Whit Lowry, he, he's a famous rapper, he once said, you know, the deeper the trench, the higher the peak. All right. And if you're religious, God once said he gives his most strongest soldiers the toughest battles. Okay. It, it, it not only gets easier, but there's a reward at the end of every battle. Okay. Even if you lose because you lost the battle, but you won the war. All right. It's a win-win everywhere. But just endure to the end and fight. And I've, I, I, I hate that I'm talking about it on this episode but because it's about friends with benefits but i've had a lot of time to think about this whole relationship stuff and uh, think about oh man just think about uh everything that's going on in my life and and why i have chosen to save myself until uh, I found my person, and I understand, I, I get there's probably going to be some old farts right now saying, you're only this age, and, you know, you got the life ahead of you, I get that, but I don't want to waste my 20s getting drunk, going going to Vegas, and passing out with some whore, I don't want to do that, I want to spend my 20s being intelligent, spend my 20s making the right decisions in my business, and repaying my mom for the past 12 years of her completely and utterly suffering just to keep food on the table for me and it's only respectful and it's only moderate and it's only the right thing to do that I repay her in any way shape or form at all I mean completely that woman deserves eternal heaven I mean seriously so you know these podcast episodes they're really nice because I get to sit down, I get to I get to do my research, and I'll talk about stuff, and people love to listen. To, I, I was streaming last, last earlier this week, and my friend Jess said in the comment section, she said, I just love hearing how raw you talk, and I'm like, raw? And I thought about that later that night. I was like, do I talk raw? Like, do I speak raw? Like, do I just, anything that comes to my head come now? And then it kind of clicks with me. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I just speak really sternly. It's not being a dick. It's just speaking, you know, speaking to speak. Using intelligent thinking. I mean, the Bible says, ask and ye shall receive. Not bitch and complain and you shall receive. So speak intelligently and you shall receive. Ask intelligently. That's what it is. Anyways, I really would like to get everybody's opinion about friends with benefits, man. It's an interesting topic really like to think I, I really it jogs my memories and or, yeah it jogs my memories all right it jogs my thinking um and it makes me makes me think about why people my age and why people in this generation do it obviously hookup culture with tinder is a big thing sexual desires lust it's becoming a massive massive thing there was one thing that i didn't get into but the same girl that I was talking about earlier who led me on to friends with benefits and then completely backstabbed me about it, she came on for a podcast episode and we got really in-depth about the topic of, of nudes. 
So if there's anybody who does not know what I'm talking about, one, God bless you because you're you're free of this virus. And two, nudes is where people will you know, people will send pictures of themselves and whatever the hell it's it's just temporary pleasure, honestly. Um, people in relationships do it. People, obviously, it's just a big thing. If you've heard of OnlyFans, a lot of a lot of specifically girls are putting their bodies out on on the internet. You know, I'm just gonna say it. There's a lot of people who are sending nudes, pictures of themselves, to get money, attention, or just to whore out because they like it. Guys too. All right. You ever heard of an unsolicited dick pic? I'm pretty sure that a majority of the people have. I sit here and think to myself, I'm like, wait, I, I, I don't ever, like, like I've, and, and to any guys listening to this right now, go ahead and laugh at me for, for what I'm about to say and call me gay if you want. I'm not gay, but call me if you want or make fun of me. But I've never sent an unsolicited dick pic because I don't understand what the point is. You send a dick pic to a girl without her asking and then you just expect a shit ton in return. I get that some girls like that shit. I get that. I completely do, but it just, to me, it just comes off as like, what the hell? <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> That's what, I feel like General Swan Swanwick right now from Man of Steel saying, when he sees General Zod's ship, That's one way to make a hell of an entrance. A dramatic entrance. Yeah, you open your phone while you're at family dinner, and you see a three-inch peepee right in front of you. Your uncle's looking over like, nice cock. No, no, no. Okay, anyways. <laughs> but, um, God, man, nudes is a big thing with friends with benefits culture, man. Fre fucking nudes. You're friends with somebody who sends nudes to you. Can I just ask anybody right now, why do you send nudes? Why, why do people send nudes? Why does people in our generation, specifically kids in middle school and high school, yeah, you heard me fucking right, Gerald. Kids, they're doing this shit. It's disgusting. Why do you guys do it? Why? Where did this all start? You know, when I was in middle school, when a girl had her nudes leaked, cops were involved. I mean, th the families were content. It was a nightmare. The girl's life was ended. She had to transfer fucking schools. Hell, she might have had to transfer counties. She had to transfer completely. Her life ended. And somebody, somebody got in, in, in so much trouble. Okay, but now... Now, in middle schools, and high schools obviously too, but middle schools and high schools, God forbid anything younger, a, a, a person's nudes, like a girl's nudes get leaked, it's praise, it's attention, it's, it's, it's like a paycheck. Yes, my nudes got leaked, now everybody can see how much of a fucking whore I am. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's so stupid. So I'm listening to this shit. I, I've heard this shit. I go into I go into a cafe every day and I hear this shit. Even today I hear it. It's, it's like, oh my gosh, my nudes got leaked in the group chat. The fuck are you talking about? If I heard that shit when I was your age, when I was 13 and 14, are you kidding me? Somebody would be getting a gunpoint to their head at home. They'd be getting in a fuck ton of trouble. I mean... <sighs> Judas Priest, you kids don't have any self-fucking-control or self-respect. You'll sell your body out to your friend that you call friends with benefits. You'll sell nudes 
to yet a fucking paycheck before you're 18 years old. You know what it's called? A private Snapchat story or a private Snapchat. It is, dude, Snapchat is like the blessing and a curse of this generation. It came out when I was a kid and it was the best thing to happen. But it's also like the most fucked up Mac, Mac truck welding piece of shit app ever because there's so many people underage kids that do this shit they do this bullshit where they send nudes and they think it's just temporary pleasure i've i've literally seen people send me like like photos of a of a of like a little this happened a while back they said uh, somebody sent me a photo in a group chat of this this fucking i wanted to slap this kid so badly when i saw this this fucking 14 year old boy and he's posted a picture of himself saying I'll be friends with you once you find me a girl to fuck. I was, I was like, you're 14. Your bedtime should be 8 o'clock. I mean, and you're saying that shit? When I was 14, I was busy playing RuneScape. I, I mean, 3 p.m., dude. And you're sitting here at, at 14. You're not even old enough to get your motherfucking driver's permit. And you're sitting here saying, find me a bitch to fuck. And I'll be friends with you. I wanted to knock the teeth into this kid's lungs. It it was so whack. Anyways, um, I just want to know why do you people do that shit? I've done it in the past. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm finally out of that threshold, and I and I finally have more self respect than I used to. So I don't do that. But motherfucker, I see this stuff all the time, and I hear about it all the time. It's like, bro, why do you guys do that? Because it's fun. We get to talk to our homies about it at school. So so it went from talking about the Broncos game against the Seahawks to, you know, Jasmine sending you pussy pics. I, I sound like a boomer right now, but it's so true. This generation is fucked, man. It, 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 I guarantee you, if we, if we could have just avoided this shit, this sending nudes shit, and, and friends with benefits in, a, in, a, in, a, in an unhealthy way, Jesus wouldn't have to come back for another 20 years because we are just in a sinful, stupid, very stupid, dumbassery stupid, jackass stupid generation. I mean, we're at the point where sending nudes as a 13-year-old is acceptable. It should never be acceptable. I don't give a flying rat's ass how old you are if you're under 18. It's not acceptable. Now, obviously, 18 and over, that, that goes into a whole different story, but you can't look me in the eye and say, oh, well, I'm 15, and I'm sending news to my 12-year-old girlfriend. I'm walking out the room. Talk about friends with benefits. Those are some fucked up benefits you got there. Jeez. And I thought, I thought no free health care in America was beneficial. Anyways. Um, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and conclude this episode. This has been a roller coaster. It went from high to low and then back to high. But uh, I just want to hear what you guys have to say. So again, in conclusion, friends with benefits can work with healthy and well-known and established boundaries, obviously. Uh, personally, I will never... <clears throat> excuse me. Personally, I will never partake in friends with benefits and never have intentionally. I might have, but I just don't remember. I just think it's such a pointless thing. Um... I mean, 
I feel like the only way how to get out of friends with benefits is if the other person is leading you into it. It's just communication and making things clear. Don't let them hold it against you. If you have feelings and this person knows it and they're just keeping you around for sex, but you, you, you know, and that's it, but they just, you just, you have feelings for them, man, get the hell out of that and communicate with them. Say, Hey, listen, I'm not going to have sex with you anymore. I'd like to be friends. And then until you get onto my level, that's just how it's going to be. Fuck the benefits. You just lost those benefits. You're fired. Anyways. Um, I mean, honestly, friends with benefits, it turn, it, let's, let's all qu- cut the shit, okay? It usually turns around in a month or two. A, a month or two in. Usually a month or two in. Um, you know, you, you fall in love with somebody, right? It's hard to be friends with them after you two break up. And it's equivalently hard to be friends with somebody who you have genuine deep emotional and sexual attachments to it's really hard to be friends with somebody like that and with me i just experienced that not even two weeks ago and maddie if you if you somehow somehow happen to be listening to this right now i hope this is a wake-up call for you to not lead guys guys on into friends with benefits and quit promising them that you want to date them and then at the last minute say i just want to date and be friends so, no offense, but that's a, that's the most dumbass thing I think I will ever hear is wanting to be friends with somebody until you find like like date date a friend and lead them on until you find another relationship. That is like jackass stupid. Speak for yourself, because obviously you can. Anyways, um, thanks to everybody who turned into this episode today. Freaking a been a crazy one uh thank you to many people who enjoyed last week's episode about selfish ambitions and good mentality obviously i want you to go and listen to that again talking about the way uh the customer service mentality it's awesome Uh, i'm still planning out the next three episodes coming in the future so stay tuned on my socials honestly Uh, my instagram is matthew palmer with two t's and two r's that's m-a-t-t-h-e-w-p-a-l-m-e-r-r um my snapchat is probably the more better way to get updates and stuff if you want to go subscribe to my snapchat uh, public story it's a uh, solus mp that's capital s lowercase o l u s and capital mp solus mp and uh, if you want to talk to me there go ahead and, and say hey I'm, i've listened to your podcast and just want to be friends or friends with benefits and if you tell me that the unad button is looking really nice and so sexy maybe even the block button's looking hotter we'll see but uh, go ahead and add me on there Anyways, uh, I do have to give the, the, the notice that tomorrow, which is going to be Saturday, it's going to be the 4th, December 4th, there is a chapter-ending live event tomorrow on Fortnite that I'm going to be streaming at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and uh, I will be attempting to stream it on my new channel on YouTube, but the reasons why I say uh, attempting is because during the past events I have tried to stream, uh, my streams won't go online for some dumb reason, but uh, just stay tuned. Um, obviously Instagram and Snapchat, I'll be announcing it there. If my stream actually goes up and stays up, it usually just commits scooter ankle on itself. But anyways, uh, it just kills itself right there. But again, I, seriously guys, thank you so much for including yourself just for tuning in today and listening to me bitch, rant and rave about friends with benefits. It's been a good one. And I hope to see you on next week's episode or whatever topic I'll be talking about then. And honestly, go ahead and contact me or just leave in any comment section you hear this on. 
give me your genuine description of if you've gone through friends with benefits and if you've listened to this stuff if you've gone through this shit because trust me man it sucks uh sometimes it might be nice and go ahead and leave your comments questions or concerns and again thank you sincerely to the many people including yourself who have tuned in today i have been your host matt palmer and you have been lovely i'll see you on another episode of the lonesome podcast also one more thing one more thing Go watch Transformers Dark of the Moon and watch that ending fight between Optimus, Megatron, and Sentinel and tell me that Optimus is not overpowered when he decapitates Megatron with one arm and one axe. Alright, bye. Go watch it. Tell me on next week's fucking episode.